Welcome to Morale Mindset, where we discuss ways to leverage people dynamics to drive results through actual stories and tactical solutions. I am your host, David Wynn. Over the past several episodes, we discuss how to gauge morale between two other people. This episode will focus on gauging morale with another individual. Alternatively phrased, we will be looking at the morale between someone else and us, as opposed to between two other individuals. Recall that our overall goal is to gauge morale from other individuals towards us. Understanding relationships between others and with others is the foundation of building this knowledge. We will continue to build this foundation by further discussing time and attention. These two factors were introduced in episode two, notice relationships between others. The underlying principles discussed there still apply, but we will now be looking at the time and attention from a different lens to further understand our relationships with others. Perceiving time and attention will give us insight into all of our relationships, whether with colleagues, with friends, or even with romantic partners. Part one, free time. The more free time another individual willingly spends with us, the stronger our relationship. For the context of this episode, we will focus specifically on one-on-one time with other individuals. A dedicated episode will be released on group dynamics in the future. Although spending time together as a group does contribute towards the relationship, it will involve a different type of analysis. Earlier we mentioned another individual willingly spending time with us. Let's focus on this word willingly. Would they willingly spend free time with us? This means would our coworker be willing to have a coffee chat with just the two of us? Would our crush be willing to have dinner with us? Or in our virtual world, would our boss be willing to have a one-on-one video chat with us to chat about non-work topics. After a person has decided to spend their free time with us, our next tell will be when they decide to stop spending their free time with us. So the next time we are chatting with someone, notice who ends the conversation and at what point. If we feel that we have exhausted all of the things that we wanted to talk about, then it is natural to end the conversation, at least for now. However, if there is something you wanted to know from them or something that you wanted to tell them, but they ended the conversation early on frequent occasions, this signifies a lower quality relationship. 
if someone is busy and needs to hurry off to their next thing a few times, it's very reasonable. However, once it becomes a habit, you know there are other things are more important than talking to us. To summarize part one, would they spend time with us at all? And would they value the time or would they cut it short? Part two, attention. After spending free time together, the next component to perceive is their attention. Are they trying to multitask or are they fully engaged? At a high level, we are gauging their response to a stimulus. Previously, the stimulus was other individuals. Now, the stimulus is us. Therefore, we now control the stimulus or our actions that gauge a reaction from the subject. This means we need to see where their attention is in relation to what we did or what we said. Therefore, we have more control over the data that can be collected from our relationships than from relationships between two other individuals. As mentioned, the same principles of body language still apply. During our one-on-one -on -one conversation, are they making eye contact? Are their shoulders and toes pointed towards us? Are they leaning towards us? Are they nodding as we are speaking? All of these are affirmative signs that we have the attention of the other individual. Verbally, we can gauge a person's attention based on how actively they are listening. An active listener would generate thoughtful follow-up questions or provide relevant commentary on what we said. When someone does not bother to pay attention to our gestures or our words and does so habitually, they likely have low morale towards us. All of these signs that we can perceive should be reviewed holistically, meaning we should interpret the frequency at which these events are happening. The more frequent the positive signs, the stronger the morale towards us. And of course, conversely, the more frequent the negative signs, the weaker the morale towards us. To synthesize these two pieces, time and attention, let's discuss a few potential cases. If a coworker has been showing signs that point towards a poor relationship, it could mean they are not interested or perhaps have other priorities. If a significant other has not been spending time or not showing attention towards us, that could mean that they are not that interested, at least at this moment. In either case, please do not overreact by not talking to them or breaking up with them. At least, not yet. 
because in future episodes, we will discuss how to build and increase our morale with other individuals. I would like to close today's piece by emphasizing that we need to perceive time and attention to develop an understanding of our relationships with others. Today's episode covered understanding relationships with another individual in a one-on-one setting. Our next episode will discuss understanding group dynamics. If you find this content helpful, please explain to one friend, just one, why you find this content helpful. Morale Mindset is produced in Bangkok, Thailand. I am David Huynh. Le Kwakun Titi Damkrap. Thank mm-hmm. you.